left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast, powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders share their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello and welcome to the Infielder Spotlight. Today's podcast guest is Jeff Geegan. Jeff, welcome to the show. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Chad. Happy to be here. Great. So what we've been trying to do with the podcast is just have infielders on from the community to one, thank them for being a part of the community. So thank you for you being joining our group. But also we think there's a lot of value in the stories that are told by everybody's journey to get into the passive investing world. And I know it helped me to hear stories to get started in my own personal investing. So that's what our goal is to try to give some feedback to people that are maybe on the fence or trying to get started or veterans that are just looking for some more information as well by telling people stories because we think they're interesting to listen to. So that's our goal for today. With that in mind, Jeff, tell us about your story. How did you get started into this investing world that we live in? Yeah. So I think it started way back, maybe when I graduated from college, I think I had heard all these success stories of people making it big in real estate But honestly, I think I just didn't know how to get started in real estate investing. And so I kind of put it off, put it off and just stayed the course of stock market investing, you know, maxing out retirement funds and even investing in a brokerage account. And just it took me a really long time to get into real estate investing. And in fact, the way it started was me becoming an accidental landlord. My wife, when Before uh, we got married, she had a duplex and we managed that together for a little bit. And right before the crash of 08, when everybody was getting really excited about being the next real estate guru, I started an active investing group with seven friends. We were going to buy a lot of property. We ended up buying only two duplexes and it never really took off. It created a lot of headaches because we were doing everything ourselves. And there weren't a lot of established rules of the road of what everybody's responsibilities were going to be in this group. So it kind of fell apart, unfortunately. So I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth from the active side. I think I was listening to a lot of bigger pocket podcast episodes, and I heard a lot of investors talk about investing in apartment buildings. And it's like, that sounds exciting. How do I get into that? But they really didn't talk about syndications. And it was really, four or five people going in together, buying these million dollar properties. And I'm like, I just don't have the capital to do that. So it was put on hold for a bit more time. And it wasn't until I have a really good friend, Travis Smith, who we know as the CEO of TribeVest, was sharing his story with me about how he had formed a group of friends to invest in some interesting real estate deals that honestly, I had never heard of. We know those today as syndications, but He talked about how he purchased a medical office building with friends. He was doing a lease back on a model home from a home builder where it sounded like this is glorious. There's no tenants to deal with. There's nothing on the active site. 
So Travis really led me to some folks, including yourself and left field investing to say, hey, I know it didn't work on the active side. I know it didn't work with friends, but how would you feel about doing real estate passively? And I'll even get you uh, hooked up with some people that I trust. But to me, we're total strangers. And I said, let's give this a try because this sounds really interesting to me. So that's how it started. And I've been doing it, I think, for about a year and a half now. Hello, Left Field community. This is founder Sean Donnelly. I just want to say thanks to all of you. The sharing of our varying experiences, backgrounds, reasons for investing, and even our different goals is what makes our group unique. Jim, Steve, Chad, Ryan, and myself love what is happening at LFI, and it is because of you. Keep finding your voice, and let's invest smarter together. All the best. It's nice that you can find that group investing method on either side. I think the TribeVest connection has been a great way for people to get in or as their first investment because they don't have to put in so much capital to begin with or just to diversify. If you've been doing this a while longer, you and I are in a tribe together. I was able to take what would have gotten me in one deal solely and we were able to get into five deals because there were nine of us that invested together. So. It's a great avenue to go to really spread those deals out, meet some more sponsors and and go through some other things like that. So beyond TriVest kind of thing, what other kind of resources have been helpful for you to get educated on the passive side of things and get confidence to go out and, and get into this the last year and a half? So for resources, Chad, beyond TriVest, and we can go more into that later if you want to dive deeper. But I really got a lot of benefit from joining left field investors. It was an interesting time because it was during the initial stages of the pandemic where everything was virtual. So I'm based in Denver and listening to folks that were community members, a lot from Ohio, but really spread out across the country, looking to do the same kind of thing that I was trying to do, which is grow my real estate portfolio and getting the opportunity to listen to sponsors from various asset classes. Initially coming into this, I was only focused on apartment buildings, but my world was expanded when I learned there's sponsors for multifamily apartment buildings, but also self-storage. There's mobile home parks, there's industrial. There's a lot of different things to get involved with, whatever your interests are or all of them if you want to be diversified, which is a pretty important topic as well. But really, these meetings were a good way for the sponsor to maybe give a 30, 45-minute presentation to expand upon their investment philosophy and what they look for in limited partners. And then it's really a kickoff if you hear something that you really like and you think it's worth a follow-up one-on-one call with the sponsor. It's a way to get more comfortable with these groups, right? Because they're asking for a big investment. Usually it's a fifty, seventy-five, hundred thousand dollar minimum. And maybe that investment is shared if you're within a group, but sometimes we invest individually and that's a lot of capital to ask of somebody. So you really want to feel comfortable with these folks and you it takes time to build that relationship. And this is a good way to do it. So I, I really like left field investors. A lot of talk in the community is around a specific resource, the book, The Hands-Off Investor by Brian Burr. Yeah. So in the Bigger Pockets community, 
you always hear about everybody's favorite book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I felt is to be more philosophical. I didn't get a lot of value out of it. And Brian's book really gives you the nuts and bolts details, I think, of getting granular of how to think about investments and how to really get started and take that first step. So really recommend that book. And then specifically, there's another group that I joined, the Roll Investment Group. So Jeremy Roll has been a guest in the Leftfield Investor Group. He's been doing this since 2003. And we know Jeremy to be a very conservative investor. And so he gives a lot of insights on for people that are just starting, like myself, what to look out for. You hear the stories of somebody got involved in their first deal and they lost money. If you lose money on your first deal, you don't want to do a second one. So for me, it was really important to try to avoid the pitfalls of new investors. And Jeremy does a really good job of, I think, giving good information and good advice of what to do for your, you know, your first few deals. To me, I know anyway, the hardest part of the whole process was that first step, taking action on the first item. I was in the studying of podcasts and books and networking and that kind of thing for a long time. And it was finally pulling the trigger. But to your point, you know, it's not an easy thing to write a $50,000 check when you're starting out on this. Tribevest is a great avenue to go then as a new newer investor that you can limit that exposure and that risk by investing with a group of people. So maybe you're still putting in 50,000, but you're getting in multiple deals. So your exposure is a lot lower, which is a great way to get your toe into the water. You're still going to get the feel of the whole process. You're going to get educated. You're going to learn the business more. You're going to learn more about sponsors that you're investing with to build up your confidence, to be ready to do it the next time, maybe by yourself or continue to I think the tribe investing is a great way to continue to diversify no matter how long you've been doing it. So I like what our group has done so far. And we had, luckily, we didn't have the bad deals the first deal. We got a good home run on the first one that, you know, it'll keep me coming back for more tribe investing in the future as well, I'm sure. Yeah, you bring up a great point. And that for me, it was kind of both. Writing that first really big check was the hardest step to take. And then after writing that really big check individually, there was nothing hard about doing the smaller checks being in a group. And there's pros and cons to both, right? And you learn. But I think the benefit of the group was you're exposed to so many different sponsors, so many different deals. You're probably not going to run out of capital. So you can just keep doing more and more. You know, after I wrote that first check, it's like I can only write so many of these big checks before it runs out. So it was good to do the group because. Right now, I can honestly say even only doing this for a year, I think I have just about every asset class covered. It's the deals are spread out through the country. So I'm not geography specific to any certain one and many different sponsors. So it's been a quick and fast education. I think being new, I thought this was going to be really much more complicated than what it really is. I thought I was going to have to get a degree and whatever it is I needed to learn to be a sophisticated syndication investor. But I think what you realize pretty quick, we we talk about in the community, is it's about the sponsor first, building that trust, then it's the market, and then it's the deal itself. The deals where a lot of the analysis goes, probably 90% of your thinking about things, but really the sponsor being the most important part because you're trusting somebody with your money I think it's funny to see how quickly you get confidence 
in this passive investing and syndication game. No, that's great. That's a great point to cover. Hopefully the community has helped out with that too, just to be able to ask the questions and build your confidence that the sponsor's trustworthy and there's enough, at the very least, misery loves company that you're not alone in the investment (laughs) anyway. Hopefully you don't run into too many of those situations, but that's great. So safe to say passive investing is going to continue to be a part of your wealth building strategy? Without a doubt. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I think you know, I shared with you before I started, I was a hundred percent stock index investor. Right now, I would say syndications make up only 10% of my portfolio. And I think in the future, I'd really like to get it to where it's a combination of maybe 75% index funds, 25% real estate syndications. I think it's a great diversifier. I didn't make any panic moves during the COVID drop when the market dropped 30%, but that's right around the time. I was trying to get into this passive syndication game. And that's the reason why, because it is a roller coaster in the stock market. And I was just looking for a more consistent revenue stream for a good chunk of my portfolio. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That good timing to find it. That's for sure. You've been doing active investing for a while. You've been doing the passive side for a little bit. I'd like to ask what kind of lessons learned have you come across or what advice maybe you'd give to somebody that's starting up or a veteran, either or, to just help them along the way and help them with their next steps that they're trying to do? Great question. I think maybe just figure out what your personality and your appetite is. You know, I still know friends and family that do real estate and they do it actively and they love being a landlord and they are so handy and they love fixing stuff. And for them, I think it would drive them nuts to be passive, okay? So I continue those people to keep doing your active deals. But if you have a personality that might be more like mine and you're not handy and you don't have time to dedicate to being an active style, there is still a very good niche within real estate for you to be an investor on the passive side and just encourage you to explore it, get educated, network with the people um, that are going to help you along your journey and find out how to take that first step. If being an individual investor and those big checks are too much to write, find a group of friends. I can't tell you how fun this has been building this as a social outlet for me. You know, when you invest in the stock market, you don't have a bunch of friends that want to talk about like the S&P 500, right? But a lot of people enjoy really sitting around talking about the syndication deals and what's next and how to build the future. So If you feel that taking that first step alone is what's holding you back, find your group, get them together, get organized and get out there and and do the first one. Because after the first one, you'll want to do more. Yeah, I agree. I had the same experience. And I totally agree that people enjoy talking about this business. They like it so much. We were able to develop a community around it. (laughs) We wouldn't be here if they didn't. (laughs) That's right. So great stuff, Jeff. Really appreciate you being on today. A lot of good information. Again, we appreciate you sharing your story and what you've been through to get to this point and where you're headed to next. I think it's exciting. It's been great to invest along the side beside you and our tribe, and hopefully we'll continue to do that in the future. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Chad. Thanks for having me. Great. Absolutely. And thank you to the community for checking in with us. We'll see you next time in the spotlight. Since you are here listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're investing with a group of people. 
Whether you're investing with family or friends or like-minded people in the left field investors community, group investing is a strategy that can get you into more deals, help you diversify, and go beyond what you can achieve by yourself. Before TribeVest came along, it was difficult to overcome all the hurdles associated with group investing. It was basically a strategy reserved for the wealthy, not anymore. Now, TribeVest helps your group with everything from incorporation, collaboration, banking, and equity management tools all in a single place, so you can focus on building wealth with the people you know, like, and trust. I'm using TribeVest for all five, now six, of my investor tribes. It's a game changer. Check them out at TribeVest.com. Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.